Welcome to the QAC Team podcast series with your host, Charles Luttrell. Our series features leaders and business owners in your community discussing the customer experience, employee satisfaction, and performance improvement. Our series will help share strategic ideas for coaching and mentoring through mystery shopping in a post-pandemic economy. And now here's your host, Charles Luttrell. Okay, everyone. I am here with Jody. Jody, are you with me? Yes. Uh, good morning. Thanks for taking the time to uh, come on the podcast with me. No, my pleasure, for sure. <laughs> All right. Tell everybody uh, who you are and what is your business? Uh, my name is Jody. I'm the co-owner of Fajita Grande Mexican Restaurant, which is located in uh, 12818 Shank Farmway, Hagerstown, Maryland. Hagerstown, good old Hagerstown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Now, is it just a restaurant? Do you have a food truck as well? Uh, no, it's actually just, it's a restaurant, not a food awesome. truck. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So why did you decide to be a business owner? Um, Good question. <laughs> business owner. Um, I think uh, I've worked for many people in past and um, I always felt constrained. Um, I was not able to make changes that I wanted to make changes and, you know, kind of, I guess, uh, use my creativity more. So as a business owner, I think it gives me that power to change things that I want to and kind of like envision what I want my business to look like and how uh, the freedom to make uh, changes um, it also helps me expand my creativity because, you know, when you work for someone else, there's always that constraint, you know, there's not much of a freedom of choice where if you wanted to change something better for a business, um, you know, you always have to go through like your managers and your general managers. <laughs> so, you know, when you become an owner, you can kind of make changes if you want to, let's say I want to do something today or special or something, I don't need anybody's permission or I can just make that change on my own. So I like that freedom that uh, a business owner can have, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, have you worked in the corporate world or have you always been in restaurants? Um, I've done a lot of things, actually. So obviously, I've worked in restaurants since I was uh, 16. Oh, and wow. yeah, it's been a while. And now and, you're 21. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a long journey, I guess. <laughs> um so yeah I worked in restaurants all my like most of my life um I also did photography um I worked for my I had a clothing store on my own so that's where I actually really like wanted to you know do my own thing I started out like an online clothing business and after that uh, I did work um in like a corporate office but I just really missed being in a restaurant I think it's just um the fast paced environment Mm -hmm. And I just love, like, you know, like I worked everywhere else, but nothing gave me that uh, feeling of being in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that satisfaction, right? Yeah, the satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just like so fast paced, you know, like, and I used to work in a office job and just sitting down there, getting my things done. Like, I just, I don't know. I just really missed being in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you had an online clothing that you were doing? <laughs> 
Yes. So I did a, uh, I had an online clothing business that I started, I think around 2015. Um, I used to, um, I, I mean, I, I love, I have a, like a really boho kind of fashion, you know, so <laughs> I, I would go out and people would be like, Oh, where would you buy this stuff here and there, you know, like vintage boho clothes. So I started selling it online here and there. And uh, first I started at eBay and then I sold some on Amazon I, and then I ended up um, having my own online clothing store just as a part-time, you know, to see if I could actually run a business on my own. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I did that for um, a year and a half or two years, um, and then I kind of sold it to another online merchant. And um, you know, I wanted to get back to restaurants uh, because mm -hmm. I really missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my next question. I was gonna say, why did you uh, why did you choose the restaurant industry? If you were successful with the clothing, then you sold the clothing brand. I guess when you went back to um, the restaurant industry. Yeah, I think. <sighs> I mean, you know, uh, a lot of people ask me that because, it, as you all know, the hospitality business is one of the most stressful jobs in the world, you know, just uh, it is very stressful and it is it is full of pressure. But I think I enjoy the feeling of being in the restaurant more. Like I said, it's fast paced and it just makes me happy when a customer comes in and, you know, when you have a good meal and you're just so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the interaction with the customers and just the environment itself. And like, I've been doing it for so long. It just comes very natural to me. Like it, I don't feel like I'm at work. Like I feel like this is just a part of me, I guess. Um, and I love the pressure. I love the stress. And the most amazing thing, I think, I don't know if a lot of restaurant people would agree, but for me, it is not every day is different. You know, you never have the same day. It's like a different challenge that you're facing or different kind of problems you're dealing with. It's never a same day. And I like that. I like the fact that every day is a different day for me. You know, like I it's just a different challenge that I just have to come and overcome. So I don't know. I like that. <laughs> Yes, definitely in the hospitality industry, you definitely it's different by the hour. If I if I had to say, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is not for everyone. Definitely right. not for everyone. Um, you know, I've seen so many people come and go in restaurants. So many people complain. And even as when I was younger, I was a server. I would complain about my job either. But I was really good at it, and I made a lot of money when I was younger. You know, I paid all my. Um, tuition my everything all my expenses were paid i never had a debt so i have nothing but good things to say <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome that is awesome so what are some of the challenges that you face um well obviously in the present moment is definitely like the uh, shortage of labor right um i know a lot of restaurant people are facing that and obviously um the other one would be customer satisfaction you know um things are changing prices are going up and you know um sometimes i think uh, the customers don't realize that, uh, especially for like small businesses like us, you know, we don't really make a lot of profit like the corporate restaurants and, you know, everything costs a lot of money. So, you know, when the prices increase or we make changes then the customers get upset, like, hey, why the prices are up, you know, and they always expect, I mean, things change, you know, so I guess uh, that would be my challenge every day is managing a business in one aspect and making sure that I'm always able to give uh, my customers, whenever they come in the same quality uh, without like, you know, jeopardizing the, the taste of the food or 
using low quality food materials, even though I know the prices are high and just making them happy, I guess, you know, because I definitely think most of the uh, customer that come in our our restaurant, they come like two, three times a week sometimes, you know, and Mm -hmm. I definitely don't want to disappoint them with the quality of the food. But also, I guess I have to explain them sometimes like, hey, why the prices are up and some things have gone up, you know, so I guess mostly those are my challenges. (laughs) Yeah. And that's interesting you mentioned that because that's something I never really thought about, you know, since prices are going up. Do you think there's a lot of restaurants out here that are using uh, lower grade ingredients and cheaper ingredients just to to make? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I I mean, you know, um, I guess, like I said, as a business owner, you want to kind of not lose money, too. But I know for the fact that, you know, with all the COVID and things happening around, um, you know, you have to sometime make a decision whether or not to have that item in your menu or just use a lower uh, quality item, you know, or a lower quality produce. Um, that's that's definitely been one of my challenges, I guess, because, you know, like I said, our customers are regular and they know when we change something, you know, it doesn't taste the same way. So the prices of seafood, price of, like, I don't know if you have bought an avocado, but, you know, oh, avocado is done like... <laughs> Four times higher, you know, so we had to yeah. control our um, the portion that we gave out because it was just so expensive. And, you know, it's no way. I mean, I also have to make sure my labor are getting paid really well. So, uh, yeah, like I, I know most of the restaurants are taking shortcuts uh, just because they have to, unfortunately, because, you know, there's the demand is very high, but the supplies are not much. So. It is it is a tough one, I guess, for all the restaurant owners right now at this present moment. And now that the gas prices are going high, you know, <laughs> everything ties into it, doesn't it? It's yeah. everything is going up, and it's a shame. So you talked about um, the the menu, the, the items on your menu. Now, do you change your menu um, frequently, or how often do you look at your menu to move items around, change things, and and offer different different uh, dishes? So we do have a very extensive menu. Um, you know, we are like, we have authentic Mexican food too, as well as a lot of Tex-Mex items. Um, we, I try to bring out like a summer special and a winter special every year. So we can, you know, in summer, uh, we try to do like a lot of seafood items. Um, and on the winter, you know, I mean, sometimes I'll do like a special on steak or fish. But I mean, every once in a year, I would go back to my menu and see, you know, which items are doing really well or whatever specials were doing really well in in whenever in the summer or, uh, or the winter special menu. I just put it in the menu. But I never I definitely do changes in the menu every year so that I'm updated. And I always make sure like what goes out really good. I try to keep them and what's not going that much. I just kind of take it out of the menu and bring new addition to it. So it's pretty much a yearly thing, not something that you do like weekly or anything like that. Not really, because really? most of our, yeah, like I said, most of our um, items, um, we, I mean, most of the items are very popular. And the only changes I make is, like I said, like seafood and stuff like that sometimes. Because, you know, like in COVID, we could not get any shrimp. It was very difficult. <laughs> so, right. yeah, so we had to make some changes here and there. But it's pretty much it's you know it stays the same uh only sometimes i'll take like one or two items of the menu and add something new that's going on really well gotcha and i see do you do catering as well yes we do catering um we we always have like a catering order once or twice a week or sometimes a lot if it's like a holiday season like in december (laughs) right that's awesome 
yeah, I'm looking at the menu now, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to try some of this. <laughs> yeah, you I'm should. I'm a big fan <laughs> of the quesadillas. <laughs> so you you say you're you're not a fan of quesadillas? I am a fan. I'm a big fan. Oh, of you would love our quesadilla, especially the shrimp and spinach quesadilla. Oh, so my. good. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely have to take a ride out there and check out your food. So, how has the pandemic changed your business model since uh, COVID? What are some of the biggest changes that you that you had to make? Um, honestly, wow. Um, I think like yeah, every time loaded, I think of COVID, right? <laughs> it takes me down to the memory lane. You know, when I think of COVID, I was like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> here we go, right. Yeah, it just stays in my head. Um, so after COVID, obviously the first um thing was um making sure um, you know, the quality. That was that was my biggest concern because with not having enough things available, you know, um, I had to make changes. Like I had to find more suppliers. I was looking at other small businesses, small farms that could provide us with things that a bigger supplier couldn't. So the oh, second okay. thing, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I was just listening. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the second thing uh, after COVID, I would say the takeout business. I, it definitely was an eye opener on how a takeout business could do really well because you know before COVID we had takeout orders but not to the point like this you know so we definitely made use of our online platforms really well so it made me kind of understand you know that uh, we have to make sure that the online platforms are updated with the prices and everything and how the food looked in a box was very important too so you know like you were taking your food out I wanted my customers when they got a takeout order during COVID it was so important for me that when they take the food home it felt like they were eating at the restaurant you know like right. it was hot everything was separated nothing was leaking um and just i just invested mostly on a lot of quality takeout order items containers and stuff which i, I know for the fact that i was not paying that much attention before the covid mm-hmm. just the fact that we didn't have a lot of online sales so the takeout i would definitely say and then um staff management i think um for me, for someone like me that have worked in restaurant business for so long, and I've worked with a lot of managers, I've seen a lot of managers, general managers go, I've seen a lot of people come and go, because that's how the staff is in the restaurant. You know, there's a very, the, the staff retention is very high. Yeah, it's high turnover, isn't it? It's yes. a very yeah. high turnover, you know, like yeah. a very, very high turnover, um, not like in a in the office or any kind of job, you know, where people are in a salary or in a base. So um, I really had to kind of find my way how to keep my staff motivated, you know, and I had to teach them like how to handle pressure because, you know, during COVID, like, I know some of them wanted to work, but, you know, it was always a fear. Like if somebody's even sneezed, you're like, oh, my God, like, go and get it tested out. <laughs> you're, living, you're living in fear every day. You know? And we're still like that. You know, if, if I sneeze or call for something, you know, people look at you funny. Or, yeah, uh, you, it's you so know. crazy. And, uh, you know, yeah. especially with the math, you know, uh, your customer wants to talk to you. And it's just it was difficult, you know. So I think uh, for me. I really had to learn how to manage my staff. And also, you know, I mean, I know I wouldn't want to speak with for every restaurant owners, but, you know, if someone who has worked in a corporate, I know how the staff there get treated, you know. Um, right. So as a small business owner, for me, all my staff are like my family, you know, most of them have worked with me for years. Mm-hmm. And I want to... Once you were talking about 
one of the challenges was um, staffing. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a challenge still. The okay. right staffing. Um, I'm not sure what's going on, you know, what the where the world is going on with uh, the staffing issues. But yes, it is definitely a challenge uh, still. So I think the couple of changes I have made since COVID was uh, proper training. Right. Um, okay. And um, I just made sure that I was part of the training from day one and um, to train them in every aspect of the restaurant was important. So if they were at the front uh, front staff, I would train them as a host. I would train them as a server. I would train them as a food runner. So, you know, like as a back host, showing them a lot of food. So I took a, a good time, a chunk of time to train my staff properly. I think that's what I was not a part of before um, before the pandemic. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, because sometimes uh, as a, a trainee, if I'm a new staff at a restaurant, I always feel like training is so important, you know, because if you don't get a proper training and you're just let on the floor, then you're clueless. And it becomes very stressful for a new employee to, you know, understand the system of the restaurant. So that's what I learned from my personal experience. I've been a trainer before as a server or as a bartender. So when the pandemic hit, I had to train my staff very well because you know a lot of takeout orders and you know i i mean if i'm a customer and i go home and my, my food is messed up i would be upset too you know so <laughs> i wanted to make sure i wanted to make sure that uh, we would make the least amount of mistakes you know we were putting all the things that the customer needed we were communicating we we're asking the right questions so the training was very uh, important. So one of the changes that I definitely made uh, after COVID was being a part of the training, written, verbal, anything that I needed uh, for my staff when they got out of training, that they were ready for whatever that came to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next thing I would say is uh, more relationship with my customers. Um, before, you know, I would I would have mostly be doing other stuff. So as soon as the COVID hit, I was there at the restaurant every day, you know, so I saw a lot of my regular customers and I would speak to them. I would say, Hey, how was your food? And you know, if something was missing, I would, I would tell them a little bit what goes behind the restaurant too. You know, like I wanted them to know that there are certain items are not there in the menu because of this reason, you know, and I wanted them to be informed too, because you know, sometimes they're only in the front and they see a restaurant, but there's a lot of things that goes behind the restaurant. So I want them, they are like, uh, I wanted them to be like a part of the restaurant, not just, hey, I'm a customer and I come in, you know, um, uh-huh. they're like a part of our business as much as I am, because without them, we would not exist, you know. So I Absolutely. always wanted to feel that I wanted them to feel like their opinion matters and their suggestion matters and you know every day i'm there even if they get the same items i'm like hey like how is it you know did the taste change (laughs) no you know the quality change so yeah (laughs) i've been more involved i guess uh in just the interpersonal relationship with my staff and Uh my customers more than what i used to do before so i i think and i enjoy that yeah yeah that's great now do you have um a standard procedure on your training do you have a written like training procedure or just kind of like you you know what you want what you what you're looking for how do you how do you train okay so yeah okay so okay so this I had to teach myself you know I was I'm not a teacher um so I guess being a business owner you learn all the all the traits right so first I mean during COVID I was like oh my god you know I mean when I was working for someone else I knew how to train 
a staff to do a job but now i had to train all these um, people and uh, you i mean most of them already know mostly in the restaurants we have more younger kids you know um mm-hmm. like around their early 20s 19 and now you have to train them to be an adult <laughs> right <laughs> so that was the hardest part i was like i'm you know i'm not a mother i i don't have any kids so it was very difficult for me to train them like how do i make them understand what i want you know, right. so what I did was first I started working on like a like a training sheet. Um, I I trained a couple of staff, and after the training, every day I would ask them questions like, "Hey, like, what are you like?" I would when they start training and when they go on the floor for the whole month, I keep an eye on my new training and ask them, "Hey, like, what are the challenges that you face today, and how did you fix it? Like, what do you want my help with?" You know, so I wrote uh-huh. them all the notes. I made them like a little booklet. They have to pass. I made them pass a test. You know, they need to wow. know. Right, They always tell me like we, we, we feel like going back in school. I said, yeah, it is a school where you make money. You're not paying school, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, That's really so cool. you know, exactly. So I did the written test. I do verbal test. And I said, every time you see me in the restaurant, just be prepared. I'm going to come and ask you five questions. So <laughs> You will be tested as you're working. That's yes. Great. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, every time a trainee is coming, like I said, you know, I definitely want them to know who I am and as a person and also them to know that, I, you know, when, you know, that coming to a job is important, you know, like knowing your job is important. And, you know, obviously everybody makes mistakes and whenever they make a mistake, I said, look, you made a mistake today. Um, Next time, you cannot repeat the same mistake. You need to know how to correct them correctly without my help. So I like to make them more like independent to do their job. I'm not someone that like I need constantly micromanaging people because I like that they know what they're doing. You know, it makes me feel good. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So, And that's like what that's part of what we do at QAC team, you know, with the mystery shopping is it's great that we, you know, come in and undercover you know, test out everything to what your standards are. And then, you know, we re- review that with your employees. That, that's, that's what makes it really good. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that sounds amazing. Exactly. So, you know, it, uh, like I said, when I'm not there, um, are they following the same standards, right? right. That's, that's where the whole training comes in. I'm like, if I'm not here, you should always know you're not changing your, you're not taking shortcuts, you know, you're doing right. exactly what is written in the book, what you have practiced. So I am yep. very involved now. So I right. always make sure. And, you know, like um, I give everybody like a day of orientation. I just give them the basic job first day and see whether or not they can do it properly. If they are not doing it properly, then I talk to them. I'm like, look, this is, this is not good enough. You need to do better if you want to be hired over here, you know? So I give them some, some kind of expectations too, because right now I don't need a lot of people. I need less people, but who can do efficient job, you know? Right. So obviously, exactly. So it's been hard, you know, it's been hard because since the COVID, everybody's kind of like floating around, you know, everybody wants to do their own thing and everybody wants to test out the job market. Everybody's been around a lot of other restaurants or like warehouses and they come to you. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's definitely something that I never expected in my lifetime. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's a try before you buy, you know, it's like a lot of employees are just going around to different places. They don't like it. They just, they just leave. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of crazy right now, but it'll work itself out. You know, we'll, we'll get there. 
yeah we'll, hopefully we'll we do <laughs> yeah you know yeah, we'll, and in, in some way i think it's good because you know um, we always as a human being we always tend to think about our own needs first right like as i'm like oh i need my staff but i think in some way for a general population it's good because now they have the freedom to choose and go where they want and they can try it out so they can never make that you know i'm, I'm stuck at my job or something like that because now they have the freedom to float around and find what they're looking for and you know if i look at it in my perspective i say the same thing to me you know it's better that everybody goes around and comes over here and sees that okay maybe this is the best place for me than rather someone coming in just for a job and then they're like oh they're not happy it's not the point of having a job you know so i always look at in that kind of light now instead of like oh my god i don't have you know i don't have this better staff i always look at in a general perspective um not just my personal restaurant experience right i mean you know it goes two ways right so when you hire somebody you know, this was part of a speech that I do. You know, when you hire somebody, you're interviewing that person and you're you're asking them, do you want to work here? And they're saying yes. So when they come and work for you and they don't do a very good job. Yeah. You know, you're like, well, you knew what you signed up for. You said yes. You know. Yeah. And where's the disconnect, you know? So that's where the training comes in and the coaching and the mentoring and, yes. you know, really showing people what it's like, you know, to be a good server, you know, or a good host, you know? Yes. It's yours, you know, and I think a lot of people don't realize how much of the labor cost that a restaurant goes through just training and hiring new people, you know, it's yeah. uh, definitely a major cost for a restaurant. And I think you brought a very good point coaching and mentoring. I think that word has been forgotten for a long time in restaurant business because I remember being a server and this is how I got trained. Da 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 like a robot. You know, you do this, you do that, or you get fired. Or you know, they throw you in the floor. Yeah, or they throw you off on the floor, um, you know, without having any tools to be successful at a job, right? So I think that's where that's the key point where I think everybody has to look around mentoring and coaching people. I think your staff are just humans like you, right? And you have to understand, you have to work with every kind of staff. Not, you cannot expect everyone to do the same kind of job. Everybody does it a little bit differently, but as long as they follow the set standard, like, hey, you know, you do this way or that way, but as long as you reach the same destination, you can choose different process because I cannot expect everyone to be just like me. You know, and I think that restaurant is like that. You know, when I was serving, I was getting trained, like the expectations of me were so high, but there was no mentoring. There was no coaching. There was no proper training. Right. They give you a book. Hey, read this tomorrow. I'll quiz you. And I'm like, there's no passion in teaching. I think we need more of mentors and in businesses like restaurant, which is very stressful. Um a good mentor and a good trainer that can really motivate a new employee, you know, and really motivate them to be successful on their own. That's so important, I think. And yep, that's what absolutely. is missing. <laughs> absolutely. You, you nailed it. And, you know, that's one of the, one of the important parts is that if they don't understand what you're looking for from the restaurant owner's side, they can't perform mm-hmm. if they don't understand what you want. So it's very important. That's a key part you know, to show these employees, look, this is what we expect. You know, you can do it the way you want to do it, but, you know, our expectation is do it the way I like it, you know? Yeah. So that, that's that's a good point. Very, very good point. <laughs> awesome. So 
tell everybody where you're located again, Hagerstown. We'll yes, you. sir. We're located at 12818 Shank Farmway, Hagerstown, Maryland. <laughs> awesome. And people can reach you on Instagram and Facebook. They can reach us at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, <laughs> you name it. <laughs> oh no, you're a TikToker. We we're trying to we're trying to be trendy now. <laughs> oh no. I'm I, I'm I, I can't. I'm I I looked at it for a while. I, I can't uh-huh. I don't want to be a TikToker. I can't. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something uh, we've been trying out, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, like, you'd be surprised for how many people are on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can only imagine. Well, Joe, yeah. is there anything else that you want to talk about? No, it was uh, really nice speaking with you. And I really hope you guys can come and check us out. Um, definitely won't disappoint you with the food. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'll let you know. We make a day trip to come out there. I'm about about two and a half, three hours away from you. Oh wow! Okay, I'll okay. I'll do, yeah, we're in Hartford County, Maryland. And oh, you're, you're way out the west there, Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's okay. I I love traveling. Make a day trip out of it. So we will definitely come out there and surprise you. And oh, we love like that. It's like, like a surprise. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Uh, we like I said, you know, um, we're pretty. I'm pretty sure the food won't disappoint. Um, awesome. The service won't disappoint. I hope so not. If I'm there, no. <laughs> and I hope you really, guys, you know, we really take uh, pride in what we serve and what awesome. we do. And um, we would just love you guys to come out and check us out and uh, give us your feedback and where we, if we really need any improvement and how we can improve for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, one last thing. I, I haven't started this yet, but I'd like to do it. Um, for our listeners, they might listen to this podcast. Would you like to give a special away or is there something special we could do for our listeners? What do you think? Um, I mean, how could we do special? special so I, maybe I put any- you on a spot i know i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm trying to see how would that mean how would um yeah if any of your listeners uh come into our restaurant and say that they listen to this podcast we can give them five dollar off on their bill how about we say if they come in and mention qac team they get five dollars off Yes, on their bill. Um, like obviously, uh, they have to spend at least twenty dollars. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, there's course. a twenty dollar minimum. I mean, they can't just it's like, hey, can I just get five off? I'm like, no. <laughs> I yeah, if they mention five dollar fajita, and I don't want it free because it's five. Yeah, off. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you know there are some customers that do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have absolutely. seen a lot, but uh, I absolutely. mean, yeah. So yeah, if they spend minimum of twenty dollars and they say, hey, you know, we're hear from uh you guys' team then yeah i would love to give them five dollars off on their oh, meal so that, that they really can, appreciate yeah. that yeah no that's problem awesome. that's awesome well jody thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to, to speak with me and i know we covered some pretty good uh, stuff here and um i'll come out visit you and um we'll meet in person and i uh, can't wait yeah, please do. Yeah, please do. Let me know. So I'm there, you know, Will I'm do. ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Thank you so much, Jody. And no problem. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. I enjoyed it. You Have too. a great day. Bye. Take care. You've been listening to the QAC team podcast with your host, Charles Luttrell. Today, we took you beyond the restaurant table and into the kitchen with leaders and business owners in your community. For more information, visit us at qacteam.com or Facebook and Instagram at qac.team. 
Thanks for listening.